Hey everyone! Yes, we are still in the in-between. Season 5 hasn't officially begun yet, but I wanted to drop in here for a quick bit. This week's podcast is just a little update. Stories from the road. What? You didn't know I was on the road? That's because you're not on the email list. Update. I'm on the road. But I'll get into that in a minute. First, I was a little vague in episode 54, You Gotta Go to Know, when I talked about change, and I didn't really explain what was going on. And I didn't explain because I didn't really know. Some of you took that to mean that the podcast was going away. I got a ton of emails saying thank you and farewell, but let me tell you, the podcast is not going anywhere, at least not at this moment. We're just in the usual break. If you're on the email list, you already got the news that Melody and I have decided to leave Mexico. It was an incredibly difficult decision, but one that we made pretty quickly. Sometimes what is the best move isn't always the move we want to make. If the show sounds a little different, the room sounds a little bit live, it's because I'm recording this from an Airbnb in Bismarck, North Dakota. I know. I took a wrong turn in Albuquerque and, uh, well, I will tell you, a man wearing a deep tan and flip-flops will cause a commotion in North Dakota. That is also a sign, I guess, to the extremely pregnant mother of three boys that I am a sympathetic ear when it comes to her lamenting the lack of pumpkin spice at the coffee station in the truck stop. I expressed my condolences when she informed me that the attendant would not make the pumpkin spice available until the s'mores was gone. I tried to ease her pain, gladly offering her my pumpkin spice if I'd had one, which I didn't, because s'mores. Chivalry is not dead. She nodded with a tight-lipped smile. She said she was due in five days and then quickly apologized for oversharing. Being home with three boys was... She paused, diverted her eyes, and then said something under her breath about the real world. It's been over 20 years since I've come this way across the country. In the past, it was to play a show in Fargo, then south on Interstate 29 to Sioux Falls, Omaha, and then west. For this trip, I tried to stay off the interstates. Our little Honda Element is loaded down and airs her subtle grievances when the speedometer gets above 70. I don't really mind. I found myself in small towns like Julesburg, Colorado, and Paxton, Nebraska. And in case you're curious, just west of North Plate, Nebraska, you'll find Scout's Rest, home of Buffalo Bill. And a few miles west of that is Sutherland, where you'll find the truck stop with a strict pumpkin spice policy. It's at this point that I realized I was traveling along the Lincoln Highway. You may not have even heard of such a road. Most folks in the U.S. think of Route 66 as the mother road, when in fact, it's the Lincoln Highway that was the first transcontinental route for automobiles dedicated in 1913. Route 66 didn't even come into being until 1926. I only linger on this bit of history because I just read a book by Amor Tolls of the same name, Lincoln Highway. And there's a certain intimacy or familiarity that comes when I find myself in a place that I've read about. When the drive has been as long as this one has, it provides a sort of comfort, to be honest. But I didn't come this far to wax sentimental over the Lincoln Highway or to chat up expectant mothers. I came to Bismarck to meet 
and have my portrait done by an amazing photographer named Shane Balklich. You may remember Shane. He was a guest on the show back in episode 20. What makes Shane so special is his portraits are printed on glass in pure silver. If you aren't familiar, the process is called wet plate collodion, and it was invented back in the 1840s and all but abandoned in the late 1880s. Shane's revised the practice, and his work is featured in museums all over the world. His most famous works feature Native American Plains Indians. When we spoke on the show, he invited me to come up and sit for a portrait. Honestly, I've been terrified at the thought. You see, this type of photography captures something quite different from modern photography. It's as if Shane's looking right into your soul. Something else about this wet plate collodion process is that the image is so high res, you'd need a micron telescope to get to the pixel. And the image never degrades. A thousand years from now, it'll look as it does the moment it's captured. No pressure. What would your image look like? Would you feel this pressure? Am I being unreasonable? Here's where I crossed the Rubicon. The reason I embarked on this, I don't know, call it a vision quest. With the year I've had, with the lightning, the transition, the change, Christmas Eve, the essentials, if there was ever a time to capture something, this is the time. I think I'm ready. Now, from southern Baja to almost the Canadian border is no small go-around, especially when Melody and I don't even know where we're going to land as this next phase of our lives begins. On one hand, this all feels a bit irresponsible. But on the other, feels as if it's the only thing I absolutely need to do right now. I'm trying to keep it together because I don't want what I'm feeling, this displacement, this unsettledness, to come through in this image. I didn't drive 2,000 miles to a place where I can already see my breath and have to wear shoes, zero shoes by the way, to capture that image. Yesterday I met Shane in person for the first time. We went to lunch and it was as if I'd known the guy for a really long time, but I'm not surprised. If you listen to the conversation we had on the show, it lasted for well over an hour but I almost canceled this trip. With all the emotion around leaving our home in Baja, and after a few long, long days of driving, I just wanted to get home. I haven't seen Mel in over a month. She is my home, and I want to get there. And right now, I'm fighting that feeling of being adrift. I've often said that living on a sailboat for a decade taught me that home was no longer a physical place. It was a state of mind. Home is something we carry with us, always, everywhere. Recently, that assertion finds itself on some shaky ground. I know it's just a stressful time. I'm in a strange town, a million miles from where I was a few days ago. Physically and metaphorically, a million miles away. It's pitch dark until 7.30 in the morning here. It's cold, and my morning walks are so different from the ones along the Malacon. I have no fishermen to wave to, no street dogs to pet, 
my bicycle friend is not going to pass me and salute my efforts. My routine is disrupted, and I've never considered myself a routine kind of guy. But I have three days to pull it together. Three days to muster an expression worthy of lasting a thousand years. No pressure. I think I'm ready. Okay, y'all, that's all I got for this week. It was just a short little update to let you know the happenings. Podcast is not going anywhere. Season 5 will be back before you know it. If you want to listen to back episodes or get on the email list, head over to themindunset.com. Leave me a voice memo. Drop me a line. I answer them all. Thanks for listening. And until next time, you know the drill. Be nice. Do good stuff.